0: Hello, hello, hello.
1: Good morning, everybody. I know we missed last week. I'm sorry we missed last week. It was a busy Mother's Day weekend.
0: Oh, yes. I was wondering why we missed it. But, yeah, it was very busy.
1: Yeah. So, but we're back again.
0: Yep. And so, um, I know that people have um, thought that they could give us some topics this week. Uh, I had a couple of people ask me, say, hey, hey what about this for controversial corner? Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't hear any topics. Did you have any? I I've always have something on my mind, but I, uh, I have you got a list of them too? No, I sometimes if when when we say things and we say, oh, we should talk about that one day, we should talk about that one day, then I I write it down as a oh we should talk about that one day, but it, it's not that's not what I focus on now. So okay, uh, but but what are the what did some what people what feedback did you get? Well,
0: the one was um, what happens to demons and angels? Do they For example, can God destroy them, right? Um, When why doesn't He destroy them? So when He casts them out, why doesn't He just take them out, right? That's that was one of the questions. Um, And I also think about where are demons going to go because I know it talks about fallen angels going into the lake of fire, but where do the demons go? Um, And who are they? Where did they come from? And because God made the angels, they get that, and it's fallen angels. Can okay, people understand that? Are fallen angels demons? So there's a lot of discussions around demons and angels and all that kind of stuff. That is one. All right. Okay. And then I know the other topic that, another thing that's a topic we were thinking about was um, about can angels procreate or does God create the angels? Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Yeah, on that topic, are you finished? No, go ahead. Uh, oh, then carry on with does God does God yeah, create yeah. angels? You mean are they a finite number or are they constantly being created? Yeah,
0: They're being created because they, ca- they came down and they had sex with mankind and they had babies, so, which mm-hmm. means if they could do that with humans, surely they'd be able to do that with within their own kind, mm-hmm. right? And so that was the kind of discussion, and you know, all all those are good, and then the question obviously comes back to the next question is, okay, well one day when we get immortal bodies, will we still be able to have children?
1: Oh, that's what I was going to bring up, yeah.
0: Right, because that's part of the same kind of thinking is, if there's angels, because
1: In the garden, mm -hmm. Adam and Eve were told to go forth and multiply, and that was before sin entered in the world. Which implies that multiplication, procreation, was in God's command, or in other words, in his plan before Adam and Eve sinned. So does that mean when he restores us all to that perfect place, new heaven and new earth, will that commandment still be able to go forth? Mm-hmm. And it ma- makes me think of that. Scripture where Jesus said, uh, where they asked him if this man dies, this this woman dies, and her, uh, no, if this woman's husband dies, first husband dies, and he goes to heaven, and then the second husband dies in heaven. Who will they be married to? Right. That's the only verse I can think of that.
0: And what about that specific verse?
1: Well, he says no, it will not be like. What did he uh, What did he say? It will not be like that in heaven. It will. That it will not be giving and taking to one another, right? Okay. So that so kind what, of in, in, so Im, implies that there's yeah. not going to be husbands and wives. Okay. Because people who've had who've had husbands that have passed away, or, or, or any either spouse has passed away and they've remarried, then in heaven will they be together? Is the kind of the question. But Jesus was indicating that no, that's not how it works in heaven. So, how does the multiplication? Well people have children? I don't
0: know. So, so which one do you want to take or tackle today? Do you want us to start with that one, and go work our way back and and see where we end up, or what do you want to do?
1: You lead it. You're the husband.
0: Okay. So, as a husband and the leader of the family, yes. I will lead the discussion. Now, uh, okay. well, I, uh, well. Okay. So, so your question was in that parable. Well, Yeshua says, "If." if where is
1: that? Remind me where it is. Do you know?
0: If Yeshua has, uh, well, t- they're the sharing with Yeshua. They said if the the husband dies and doesn't have children, and they marry another, and they and they have uh, don't have children, and then she marries another brother, and she, he doesn't have children, and they, he dies, and then the next one, and so forth, until the seventh. Yeah. Whose will it be? The reason why they said no children, because once you have a children, that means it like solidifies the family. And so then they all say, well, if it solidifies the family, then that, obviously the husband belongs to that wife, because they are part of that family. Right. So that's why they, they gave that condition of no children up until seven. So whose wife will she be? And Yeshua said, you don't understand, nor the, uh, understand the power of God, because they are neither. They are not given to each other but they are like the angels in heaven so it's not it's not like it is a so in other words the when when the fall happened before the fall you have husband and wife they're comparative they're, they were the same right. right in terms of of the authority structure so it wasn't one wasn't given to the other however after the fall the, the wife was given to the husband and she needed to serve the husband. And the husband needed to lead over her. However, what he's saying is, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be the same as like it was in the beginning of the Garden of Eden, which were, they were the same, right?
1: Ah, he's restoring to what he, it was. Restoring the, the
0: orders is not given. In other words, the husband belongs to God, and the wife belongs to God, just like the beginning. You're not giving to each other like, who does she belong to? They don't belong to anybody, they belong to God. Just like the angels belonging to God. I believe that is the message. I know that people have extrapolated that and said, mm-hmm. therefore, if that's given to God, mm-hmm. therefore they cannot have children.
1: That's right. And that's what I've heard preached many, many times by many preachers.
0: But then, then the question becomes, in the Garden of Eden, you have to go back to the Garden of Eden because this was God's ideal plan right. that mankind would be on earth. And I understand that the future earth coming is going to be a new heaven and a new earth. I, we get that. But the original design was to be in the Garden of Eden And that husband and wife cleave to each other yes one's not the head of the other they are to one and they're under god and they were to to procreate therefore i lean towards the fact that we will have immortal bodies and we will be procreating and then the question you have to ask is how can we have so many people on the planet you know you're thinking ridiculous you know even this planet that we have now can have Billions and billions and billions of people. This lie from the media is from Satan to try and suppress it. This will can accommodate all the people and much, much, much more. And the future heaven and future earth will look different. Exactly. And God can create another heaven, another earth, or extend the earth. So don't get us into this yeah. kind of don't thing. Don't limit the Lord. No. As so if it, he doesn't
1: look ahead and know what's coming. So yeah. I
0: believe when, when they refer to that passage by, by, to Yeshua, I believe that passage is referring to... The authoritieship of given, who is she given to? Which of the seven is she given to? And it's neither. You don't understand. They are like...
1: In husband, the authority is equal because it's, it's a restoration. It's not given
0: to the husband. Yes. They are they're under God. Ah,
1: okay. And
0: now, so don't extrapolate the fact of procreation. I do believe that procreation will continue to exist, um, even in the immortal bodies. Um in, on the earth, so not when you're in heaven, yeah, it'll be but on so the, new, the new earth, yeah, yeah, new heaven and new earth. I do believe that there'll be procreation, and again, it's a controversial corner. So, if someone disagrees, okay, fine. But the objective of we just talking, <laughs> we're discussing, there's no necessary yeah, because this is
1: not, it doesn't impact our salvation, it doesn't, doesn't impact whether we're going to heaven or not. And you, can't, and, and you
0: can't find a scripture that says you there's no procreation. Let me be very clear, there's no and scripture. that's why we, we spoke about the angels mm-hmm. because the question is you have to ask is, well, how did the angels? Have multiply
1: i know. have sex with mankind Earth,
0: yes what did they use in exactly. order to have
1: and how did they know how they were able to do it because if you're able to procreate as humans how is it that uh, spiritual beings could procreate with humans how is that possible that link possible right
0: and if how much more then we should I say if it's possible with humans how much more with the own kind Then the question you have to think about is that, well, are the female angels, right? Are the female angels? And the Bible actually talks about female angels in one place. I believe it's in Zechariah 5. Again, I'm having my Bible in front of me, but I believe it's in Zechariah 5. It talks about um, female uh, angels. Um, I think it was two of them.
1: Oh, yes, in Zechariah 5. Is it there? The one where it w- sits in the woman. And the angel talked to me, where do these be? And it was a woman that sits in the myth, right? Anyway, I remember. Is, the, is I it re- there? Is it Zechariah 5? Yeah? I don't
0: know. You, you're you looking at it and you're saying. Is,
1: is this where Zechariah looks up and he sees a flying roll? And he says, what does he see? He sees a flying roll. What
0: does it say in verse... Was it nine Yeah so it says here in verse 9 then lifted up and lifted I, I, I sorry then lifted I up my eyes and looked and behold there came out two women and the wind was in their wings for they had wings like the wings of a stork and they lifted up the um ephah between the earth and the heaven, so that and that's a, that's a message that or uh, a vision that um, Zechariah got. But but the, the point of the matter is, yes, there's female angels. Mm-hmm. So now the question is, is, is it if they're able to do it with mankind, how much more with one another? Yes, okay? it makes
1: logical sense.
0: So so that's why I'm thinking, that's how they continue. I don't believe God conti- continually makes them more and more and more and more and more believe they also are able to procreate
1: which means the demon the, the fallen angels are able to as well
0: well that's what they did right that's what the fallen angels yes did. but
1: i mean i'm talking about ongoing like now
0: well i maybe maybe or maybe the fact is sometimes they get sterile because they they've fallen from grace they um they're sterile because of the curse. Upon them, they have a curse yeah.
1: upon them, like Deuteronomy
0: 28. Yeah, and, so, and, and because of Deuteronomy 28, just like if the curse is upon them, they can't have children, yeah. maybe, same or similar, they on, are unable to have um, offspring because you have to be linked to the Creator in order to, to do it. Now you can say, well, that's a, that's a not a good argument because many people on earth can have children that are atheists and, and hate the Lord. And you say, well, yes, of course, because God's given mankind the authority to. And so we know from the scriptures, it says, dominion and authority, and go forth and multiply. Uh, but, again, the Bible is written for mankind, so I haven't, we, haven't, we don't have a book for angels, so we can't see what their parameters are. But what I'm saying is, it could be a mm-hmm. parameter like that, that if they are not connected to God, they can't procreate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But the point of the matter is, if, uh, the key thing is, and I think coming back to the original question, if they are able to procreate with mankind, How much more are they within their own kind? And then the question is, if they are able to do that, then our immortal bodies one day can also procreate, and it will be like the Garden of Eden. Like that's how God initially intended. And that passage that it's referring to, when it says, who does she belong to? That was the question that was asked. Not the procreation question. Yeah, I got it. That's helpful. So. Who does she belong to? They belong, both belong to God. Mm -hmm. Okay. And
1: you know, the reason I asked this question or brought this up about whether children, we will be having children in heaven, is because we've been reading some of the lost or hidden books. And actually, I know there was. We've mentioned it in previous podcasts. Some of the books, like the Book of Enoch, Mm -hmm. Book of Adam and Eve, Book of Jasher, uh, Book of what, am I, what are the other oh, ones? There's lots of them. Yeah, there's lots of them. The
0: Jubilees.
1: Jubilees, mm-hmm. and I know we've been reading them, and you know pe- a lot of people will say, well, those books are not part of the original canon. You shouldn't read them. Uh, they are, uh, what's the word, her- 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 heretic books, mm-hmm. and so forth, so on and so forth, and so that's a controversial topic whether what we should be reading those books or not. Mm-hmm. What do you think?
0: Okay, so you're moving from one to no, the No, 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 no.
1: Well, we can we can finish that. But I'm just thinking that the source of that, that that was because we were reading the book of Adam and Eve and they they were multiplying outside of the garden. And it made me think, well, if they multiply... Who,
0: who's multiplying outside of the garden?
1: Adam, Eve, Cain, Abel, Seth. Yeah, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, and so the, the Bible me, says that. Does right. It, doesn't you look at
1: but it made me think of the command that they were given in the garden. Therefore, I was saying, well, if that's if we're going to be restored... Because in, in the book of Adam and Eve, God keeps saying to Adam and Eve i but, will but send again, someone I, to restore I, you you know
0: what those are not necess- okay the bible is is the source right those tools are the, the books are additional books No, but, some, them. Some, but countries, again, I,
1: some countries in the world have those books in as their source like the the ethiopian bible yeah and ethiopia can claim to be one of the oldest uh christian and jewish civilizations that that have carried christianity and judaism from beginning Mm -hmm. they include some of those books in their in their bible
0: yeah but i'm saying i think we start with the source okay so if it ever contradicts the main source of the bible that we have today then obviously it's we
1: disregard it i'm going to be controversial here
0: yeah well the main
1: source of the bible today comes from the 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 the, the creed that you know the the councils decided it which is church based and you know how the church has influence things so maybe the church didn't make the right choices about the Bible or the books that were going to be included
0: ok so you, you don't believe in the providence of God that God himself can actually influence people to make the right choices
1: I'm being controversial because I know how other people will argue this so I'm just putting it out there.
0: Yeah, and I, and I'm saying okay. So depending on what you're referring to, if you're referring to the Old Testament books, and you have a New Testament book. So right. if you talk about the Old Testament books, the Old Testament books were in circulation from we can date it back to about 300, even even 500 BC. You know, where do you get that from? From the Samaritan text, okay? You got the Septuagint, um, the Septuagint, which is about 285 BC. And that talks about the various books.
1: But we also know so the Bible referenced the books they were reading. Like Hezekiah, when he, he, when he brought out the books for uh, King Josiah to read, he was reading scrolls that they would kept. So it depends how you call it. Do you want to call it a compilation of books? But those scrolls were carried, because Moses wrote them down, through the, and it was carried through all the kings, right? So, yeah, the dates back
0: so, so, what, so I'm, what I'm saying is, you, you ask yourself the question, what... Manuscripts Did Yeshua And and this topic Feels like another topic It doesn't feel like It feels like We're we're mixing things up here Because we have We just spoke about this Now we're going to go on To talking about Other books Which in that in itself Is another topic About how the Bibles Were compiled And all that kind of stuff Right so Again maybe we can Keep it too But the
1: thing is The angels And the demons And all of these topics Are in those books
0: But I would never Ever 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 In my life Use that to substantiate Anything the Bible becomes my absolute source to substantiate anything. Other books is, hey, maybe, hey, this has a thought. thought provoking thought. About the concept of not, not reading it, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with that because the fact is many people read books like Billy, Billy Graham. Does that mean you can't read any other books besides the Bible? No, of course not. What about um, reading um, Fox of Martyrs? Fox of Martyrs was uh, was compiled by uh, in the 1500s and he used a lot of Eusebius' work, a lot of... Various various um, historians through the centuries. So, going back to um, talking about the Old Testament, every Old Testament and New Testament were compiled in a different way.
1: Right. Right. So the Old Testament, all these books that the hidden and lost books would all be, if we were going to include them, would fall under the era of the Old Testament writings because none of them are the books of Yeshua. Right. Include Yeshua. What do you mean by that? Well, like the Book of Enoch, Book of Jubilees, Book of Jasher, Book of Adam and Eve, those are all related to what people would say historical books of the Old Testament.
0: Well, the, they would say, that there's another word for that, I the think they call, they call it the the, the pseudo...
1: Yes, pseudopigrapher.
0: Yeah, something like that. It basically means like a fake, right? And on behalf of somebody else who is not necessarily True. them. Mm-hmm. Now, um, and that's a whole different kind of topic, but so, what I would say is the the Bible itself, like the Old Testament, um, the way it was compiled, it was pretty straightforward, and and then you got to this. When you say straightforward, how did it was compiled? It was compiled obviously. Everything was driven by the law of God. Then it was um, the kings, right, the, the top kings. Then it was Ezra, and he wrote a lot of this that. And then you had the, the the major prophets, and you had the minor prophets, and that's how it was compiled. Now there were other books outside that, whether it was Maccabees, Tobit, um, Susanna, and the Dragon, and Book all these others. And and in the Septuagint, those books are there, right? And not all those books. Some of those books are there. You say, well, why are those books there? Well, they were also part of of Jewish history, historical books, but they didn't carry the same weight. They didn't have the authoritative work. Of like an Ezra, that he was the one that had the start of the second temple. Or King David, he started, um, and the impact. Or uh, he was part of the kings, the mm-hmm. main major, major kings. And with him, after him, they built the the first temple with his son Solomon. So, so you look at Ezra and these key people. They are. They, that's why they are in. And you look at the first century. The 1st century rabbis, they would say, these are authoritative works. Now, I don't necessarily believe and agree with rabbis, but the point of the matter is um, that w- these were considered source sources. Then you also have Yeshua himself and his disciples, and Paul, who quoted many of these other books, right? Um, and I'm thinking, only book, i do not sure if, if they've quoted, um, quoted it, but I think... That, all the books have been quoted in some way mm-hmm. except there's one or two that there's iffy about but they did also quote other books that are outside the bible for example in jude he quotes the assumption of moses which is another book
1: oh right, right? and there's a book of noah right didn't they reference some no
0: it's uh, no, it, no so it uh, it was it was um um Jasher. Oh, they, Jasher. They, they they quote jeshua they quote um um say, um Gad, the seer, there's a number of other books that they quote in the Bible. And then the question becomes... Well, they
1: reference it, right?
0: Is the books that we have today the same books that they quoted, is a question. Right? Are the books today the same yeah. as
1: they quoted? You mean the ones that we're actually reading? Yes. Yes, that is a good question.
0: And so que- and so, so now, how do you know? So how do you know? So, so one of the things is, so when the Dead Sea Scrolls were uncovered... So initially people thought, okay, this is all garbage and then they, the term pseudo was around that time saying oh this is not pseudo true means fake, yeah yeah and, but you can have it you can read it but it's not necessarily it, they believed it was christian fiction that they wrote it in the 300 400 500 ad kind of time period and um
1: so and the dead sea scrolls were found when they were
0: found yeah some of the books were uncovered and i believe things like joshua or uh, jubilees is included. And the Book of Enoch is included. Mm-hmm. And now if it was in the Dead Sea Scrolls, and when I say it was included, the scrolls were there. They were in the caves. They were kept. So if those were kept in the in those caves, therefore it must have been around about 100 B.C. that it was in existence and they would have read it. And that's why even the Book of Enoch, there is quotations from the Book of, Book of Enoch. So Book of Enoch, Jubilees, Jasher, Carry a lot of weight because it's in the Dead Sea Scrolls, and the New Testament authors actually quote some of this, so therefore, which gives you an
1: indication that it was probably around in the early Church writings. Was around definitely mm-hmm. before Jesus. And was that's born. why,
0: for example, um, the Ethiopian Bible includes them.
1: So it verifies that perhaps there that really is some importance. And I think maybe I mean, you know, I, I'm not claiming to speak on behalf of the Lord, but it you know it we do get progressive revelations, and maybe there's a purpose for him revealing some of those now to say confirmation because if you seek, you will find it does it does help give a lot of perspective i mean because if you read the book of Genesis, the book of Genesis jumps like Abraham grew up, Adam and Eve left the garden Cain and Abel killed Cain killed Abel, Seth was born, and then there's all these genealogies. You do miss all the stories of what happened with all these great men. And I mean, it's not that the Lord skipped them out, but it, it does make you wonder. And it could; these things could happen. We don't take it as the Word of God, but these things could have happened. And it does help you give some perspective. I mean, I know reading them, it made me think about a lot of things that I'd never thought of before.
0: And so, I think one of the book, next books we're going to be reading is the book of Esdras. Um And this is, uh, this is where Ezra himself has an encounter with God. Where he's weeping for Jerusalem and how it's fallen and he's crying before God because when
1: they've gone to Babylon Jerusalem's destroyed and and he's coming back to build the temples obviously and he's before.
0: crying before the Lord saying Lord why when how can we restore and then God reveals things to him and reveals books to him and he says these are the books the number of books that I want that the whole world will have access to and those who that who are wise these additional books have been provided, so he makes the statement with Esdras and the funny thing is, the King James the original King James actually one of the is one of the Protestant books that actually included now. It, I know the King James sixteen eleven included the apocryphals in the beginning, okay, but it included another apocryphal that had it that the Catholic Church did not have. It was the book of Ezra. it's not in the Catholic one, and um, but the King James 1611 and it included it at the time at that time the only person someone included an additional book that they didn't have
1: then they take it out 1789
0: Then no, no, they took it out just after that oh. about, I think about two years after that 1623 or something so they took that book out and but the fact when you read that it's actually a a, um, a prophetic book about the future and so when you so when you read uh, I think that's the book the next book we're reading is when you read that you will see that It's like God has made the Bible available to every person on the planet. That's why it's the number one selling book on the planet. And it's been there forever, right? He's making it available to everybody because that's the core. That is the core. Get to know the core. Because without the core, forget about even evaluating anything else. Mm -hmm. The other books help with understanding different things. Now, about walking, do you think that you need anything else? To navigate your inst- like, I heard someone say the Bible is um, stands for the basic instruction before leaving earth, earth, right? Yeah. So, is there any other instruction outside the Bible that uh, that?
1: Yeah, you mean like the book of Adam and Eve and Josh and yeah. Jesus, Do they tell anything? No, but parts that I do did enjoy uh, specifically was the things where they emphasised parts of the law of God. That to me was was I think my biggest takeaways of reading those those alternate books were, one, the law of God was in place before Moses wrote it down and gave it to the Israelites,
0: and, and, and um, even the festivals. So let me just say, so...
1: even the festivals, right. the Sabbath, the festivals, the laws of God were in place. They were passed down from generation to generation from the, by the righteous and holy men because the Bible doesn't talk about all of Cain Cain's line of, of descendants who became the Philistines and the Amalekites and the Malachi, and the, the Its 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 Its. Mm. The Bible focuses specifically on the righteous line, which was from Adam, Seth, Enosh, and so forth. But one sometimes forgets that there were these other descendants and those were the descendants who were rejecting. I mean, even when it came to Abraham, Abraham, they didn't speak about Abraham's father and all his cousins and brothers and uncles who, who were ignorant of the Lord. The, the, the Bible specifically focuses on the righteous descendant, the righteous line of descendants, which eventually become Yeshua, and um, where he, he was born. And so you realize in these other books, when you read them, you, you realize the law of God his commandments, his instructions were given to these righteous men of God. Who, well, they were given to everyone, but they, these ones are the ones who chose to follow it. So those were my two biggest takeaways from reading these extra books. And and then you also realize how mighty and amazing these men of God were. You know, you talk about the, the uh, what are they called, the paternal, uh, the fathers, mm-hmm. the early, early church fathers. Uh, the patriarchs. The yeah. patriarchs, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, the patriarchs. So that that, it, but you're right. It doesn't give you any additional instruction for living. But if you are seeking more, it it, it emphasises how the law of God is good, right? Yeah. yeah
0: if anything, there's other books, you know, I, I've.
1: What did you take from reading them?
0: Well, I've read the New Testament a lot of the, not a lot, some of the New Testament books.
1: The additional ones. The one. Additional
0: ones, and then, let's be clear. Again, I always like the word using the word clear because you define. That's some of the parameters. But some of the New Testament books, you can you can see when you know the New Testament that they contradict the New Testament. Yes. So that's clear. You can say, okay, that doesn't seem right. It contradicts here, 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 and here. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't make the distinction unless you know the Scripture. So mm-hmm. that's why for new people, focus on the Bible. Don't focus on anything other books. Because you won't be able to evaluate what is true and what is not. I, I, I am a student of history too, so I like to see what was in the Bibles at various times so I like to see like what's the Old Testament book was compiled why was Maccabees when was Maccabees oh okay when was it taken
1: out when was it in
0: yeah so you got uh, Malachi and after Malachi you have all these others like Tobit and 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 Judith and and, um, the Maccabees and these are uh, historical books but it's not written by powerhouses right it's not written by um, men like Ezra or or David Samuel. Or, or Samuel or it's not Moses. written by by these powerhouses. It's written by nobody knows, right? And and so so the the, the thing is that's in the Old Testament, right? right. But then in, in terms of the the New Testament, the New Testament in the first the first century. There was uh, twenty, I believe, twenty-two to twenty-three books. of so the other book, Bible, book of the Bible we have today, which is twenty-seven, only twenty-three were in circulation. So four of them were missing. They nobody was not missing, but it wasn't in the compilation. So people had scrolls of twenty-two, but they didn't have the full twenty-seven. And that's why, if you look at the Peshutah, and the Peshutah, you see the um, it actually had about twenty-two New Testament books. And you so, say, well, where are the other ones? Well. 130 150 ad those other books weren't in circulation yet mm-hmm. okay and then once you look at that and then you say I said okay when was the 27 and that was around about uh, end of the the uh, um, 150 180 ad around there the rest of the books were So edited. which
1: were the, the ones that were missing of the, for the
0: well I can't remember them, all of them but uh, I, I believe things like Hebrew was not in one one uh, um, second Peter or Third John, or some, oh, something okay, like so that. So Even the book of Revelation was taken out at one point out uh, of the first 300 years. It was taken out at one point, like okay, 50 years, put, put and back then in. put back in. Um, then we also have another book that was added that was actually in for about two centuries. It was the the Shepherd of Hermas. Oh
1: yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: And so Shepherd of Hermes and it, and the, the size of the Shepherd of Hermas is like if you put all the books together, in the Bible, it's like takes up about half the books of the New Testament, should I say. That's how big it is. So that was just removed from from it, um, and there were other books that were added and then taken out. So and then at the the Council of uh, Nicaea, N- that's in around about 367 AD. That's when it was finalized. Um, this was the absolute scriptures and everything else they agreed to were apocryphal. So even the Catholic books that include these additional books, they know that these are additional books. They are they're not necessarily other um, authoritative works, but uh, it's, it's it's like um, an, an additional book that's in the Bible that you can read, but it's not doesn't carry the authoritative weight. So the, you can't say, "Oh, thus saith the Lord," because it doesn't say that. It just gives you history about Israel. Um, but the New Testament books fascinating uh, books to to look at. I think the one was also the Apocalypse of Peter. It talks about hell. Another one, and this was in the in the first two three centuries. Mm-hmm. So, the, so what was included? What wasn't? Obviously, uh, it, the way they did it what they said, okay. Firstly, are they a disciple? Uh, and you say, well, Mark's not a disciple. Yes, but Mark was writing on behalf of Peter. Right. And and you say, well, while well, Luke. Luke, uh, well, Luke was Paul's Paul's companion, and and um, Paul was given the right hand of fellowship by by, by Peter, and Peter acknowledged. Paul if Peter never acknowledged Paul um, Paul could have said oh, well you know what I'm um, I am I saw Jesus and, and, and then he spoke to me no the early uh, the, the, the apostles had to affirm say yes and Let's, we know that they him. were
1: fasting and praying and seeking the they Lord and hearing from they the they knew that
0: okay listen to Paul they even made that statement listen to, to, to Paul yeah. so, they, so that's why Paul's in so mm-hmm. now you uh, so, and that's it so you have the disciples and you have Paul and you have Paul's companion which is Luke and the rest of them are scribes they're the only ones right and then you say well what about well you've got Jude
1: and James
0: well they're brother, that's brothers brothers J- of Jesus
1: yeah and you've got Philemon which was re- and Timothy which was written by Paul anyway yeah. so yeah um, so, so, so so if the, I'm so, here, so other books yeah. like
0: for example uh, the Gospel of Thomas someone will say well what about the Gospel of Thomas well, well the Gospel of Thomas why didn't the early church include
1: acknowledge that? Acknowledge
0: it, yeah. Acknowledge it. So, the, so you have to ask yourself that question. Why didn't they acknowledge it? They must have had it in circulation. Why didn't they acknowledge it as the, as the Gospel of Thomas? Could it be that Thomas himself went to India? So how did he write that book?
1: And What about Mary, the Gospel of Mary? There was or, also or the there Gospel
0: was- of Mary. Um, and, and so you have to look at it and, and read through it. Don't be scared. Read through it. But make sure you evaluate it according to the Scripture. It does not trump the Scriptures. If anything, you sh- should see it as supports the Scripture. If it doesn't support the Scriptures, then reject it. So the, I, the, just as lastly, the okay. one book that I've listened to and I, I, I read that I thought was very Gnostic was the, the, the Gospel of Barnabas. Uh, so yeah. that awesome. one was one that a few places, a lot of, okay. Deception means a lot of it is truthful. And there's a small element that's not truthful, right? And you thats mean, how the enemy works, yeah. correct? And so, Gospel of Thomas was uh, not Thomas. Um, Barnabas, Barnabas. W- was the biggest one that I thought. You know what? This doesn't sit well. I'm um, only from the Holy Spirit, which is, but Thomas said, "Well, I don't necessarily trust um, your conviction." But the point is, there is con- lots of contradictions with mm-hmm. regards to the scriptures.
1: So, if I'm hearing you correctly, and I to summarize what you've said, just let me see if I'm um, understanding. So your number one priority would be read and study the Bible as we have it today the, the King James, new King James, the received text as we've spoken before.
0: yeah not only King James I will make sure because we're not a King James only person, but we are the source text the received, received text, text. Yep.
1: so focus on that as your primary study of the Word of God that is God's Word that is inspired, divinely inspired, for divinely chosen Testament. for the old, or for the New Testament. Yes. Not the Old. Well, the Received
0: Text is the New Testament. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Sorry. But I mean, I'm talking about the the Bible in its entirety, to prioritize. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I should separate into Old and New. But anyway, and then you're saying, if you are going to read books written by every other Christian out there, rather take time to read some of these historical books. But when you read it, don't take it as the absolute Word of God. Be aware of contradictions that could be there. And and recognize that it's going to be an add to but it's not the absolute word of God, is what I'm hearing you say. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: And and in, in case in point, when we read the book of Jubilees and the book of um, Jasher, there was con- a, there were a few contradictions between them, like blatant. It wasn't like uh, subtle. Subtle. It's blatant contradiction between the two. And obviously in the new, in the uh, Genesis, you can't find that because it's it's other events, but of one event between the two, there was contradiction between the two. And when we compare the book of Joshua to the to the scriptures, the book of Joshua was more accurate in terms of of timings and and people than than the Jubilees was. I'm not saying Jubilees wasn't. I'm saying it's more accurate. So even within that, but the key thing is you use the scriptures as your your um, basis,
1: your pillar, your cornerstone, your foundation—everything should come from the Scripture, and mm. that should also be that should also trump anything else you read. Yeah, if you're reading it, the right the right text. Yeah, that makes sense. So going back
0: to the original, what is your original question about? Well, the original
1: question was that we were talking about angels and demons and nephilim and procreation, and so I if, was saying so that if these she, thoughts came from reading these other books because the Book of Enoch is a lot about angels, a so, lot.
0: So if you want to talk about angels. Or um, get other books about angels mm-hmm. instead of reading, I don't know, Jimmy Smith's book about angels. How about reading a f- first century B.C. book that was written about angels? At least first century, because like the Book of Enoch. Mm-hmm. What other books would you recommend? The Book of Enoch who would be one
1: for angels and demons. Yeah, for the spiritual world.
0: Yeah, what other books? yeah. Because
1: well, the other thing is, is the Book of Enoch even made us start? You know, that that not didn't make us, but it added to our questioning the heliocentric ver- view of the world right whether it's 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 the earth is center or the sun is the center and you know because you read the book of Enoch and it definitely makes you think about how the wor- world was created so but, 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 other think,
0: but the Bible itself still was focusing th- on we were the same,
1: created right uh,
0: no it said it said that the Bible that that the sun and the moon were created after the earth. For the earth. For the earth. Right. So It, it says it in the Bible. We don't the a, book of Enoch to no, establish it. We, but the book of Enoch...
1: Illuminated. Ex- yeah,
0: accentuated unintended. those, those yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what other books to read when it comes to angels and demons? Hmm, that's a good question. What other sources would I go to? Uh, do you have ideas?
0: Well, you could read... Um, what about Adam and Eve? Book of Adam. Oh, Adam
1: and Eve book and Adam and Eve, yes, for sure you could you could definitely, um, because are parts in the book of Adam and Eve that interest me when it says that, for example, the angels came and taught uh, Ad, Ad, Adam and Eve how to do things, mm-hmm. right? Then you wonder how much of what we do today was intended to be taught by the Lord versus what was intended to be manipulated and deceived. But even though everything comes from the Lord in the first place, so. The thing I'm thinking of is how the, the 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 fallen angels taught them how to make food, but the Lord did have an intention of how to. How well, do you it mean, said uh, he said that taught them to make food. No, no, to well, to, what to do with food? Like you could mix things and make, but the Lord was the one. Well,
0: said, I, fallen angels. Firstly, you, you, it's not in the it's not in the book of Adam and Eve. It, it was really in the book of um, uh, what was it? The book of Jeshua. Or Book of Enoch Where it talks about That angels fallen angels came And taught them How to make metal Metal metal, uh, Because if you think of it
1: Book of enemies Was that they wear makeup Yeah but let's
0: get finished On this point now So it it makes metal And which person In their mind Will go and take rocks And and look for rocks And then boil it down And stuff like that Why would someone Even think that So obviously Angels must have taught them And there's many things Like that, that But was it okay For the angels To teach them no, it wasn't okay because they they tried to, the angels came down to try and make people self-sufficient so they don't depend upon God. And that's what God was angry about because they came down trying to say, don't worry about God, make yourself self-sufficient, make mental. So they showed them whether it was makeup, with all these things so that they can turn make away from work. God and do it on their own so they don't need to rely on Him. That's what angels came to do. Fallen angels came to do, and, and that happened before the flood happened, um, and that's also when mankind slept with mankind. I mean, angels slept with mankind, and the Bible says that nephilims were here. The big um, half, basically Greek mythology. Where do you think Greek mythology came? Yes. Greek mythology was around about um, two thousand three uh, hundred BC. Guess when the flood was around about that time period too
1: but then this just this makes me think of other things it makes me think of well, okay, well did the lord intend are, on that you can't to talk about everything okay but just quickly you can't have a statement and then not then not finish it off did the lord then intend us to be entirely dependent and and all sufficient on him and that we shouldn't have do all these things are all of these things a distraction from actually just trusting him to provide
0: i believe god god wants to help us Mm-hmm. God does help us Not us, he does help us but I believe God knows the sequence in which we need to be helped it's like why are we getting upset when, when kids are taught about sex when they're 5 and 6 years old and not when they are nine, 18, 19 whatever the ages are why, why are we upset because it's good to teach them that but not the wrong timing Timing, and that's what the fallen angels did they did it at the wrong timing and they try to mess, mess them up.
1: And that's why I love talking to you, because you're so wise. Ah,
0: oh, thank you. Okay. okay, so
1: that just helped clarify, so we closed that little okay. that little <laughs> section. But uh, <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
0: okay. be so facetious on on? I'm not anything. being facetious,
1: I'm being serious. Honestly, yeah. that's a great way of looking at it. Oh, okay. Is, is such you give such good examples. Oh, thank you. I love the example you even used yesterday when you were talking about people were saying, "Well, why is it important to read the right Word of God? Like, why is it important? How does it make a difference whether you have the received text, the critical text, which version, this version, that version? Does make a difference? You're reading the Word of God." I'm putting in quotation marks, and I loved your example. You want to share it quickly before we finish? I don't
0: know what, what did I share.
1: You said to somebody, "You said, okay, um, uh, Adam." If if Eve wrote you a love letter and Eve wrote you this beautiful love letter and it was detailed and heartfelt and it had everything encapsulated their feelings, it was the most beautifully written love letter and then that love letter was taken by somebody else and they crossed out and changed words and edited and added their own and they reduced it and, and then gave it to you and you were just like, oh, this is amazing, I love this, Adam's like, I love this love letter, this is amazing, I feel so special. And then Eve comes along and says, says to Adam, Oh, you got my love letter. And he shows her the love letter. And she goes, No, I never wrote that. That's not what I wrote. Let me show you what I really wrote. And you're like, Oh, wow, that's so much more powerful. And I just thought that's a beautiful analogy. So I wasn't being facetious. Honestly, mm. you are a very wise man. I thought... Oh, that is you. such a.
0: But again, the wisdom comes from the Lord. I know so don't, it does. Uh, I know it does. But that's that's why I God, love that you there's listen. One, there's anyone that's wise. I love that you to listen to him. Mm-hmm. So
1: anyway, that's a great example of why you want to read the real, full love letter from God. You don't want the half-baked, watered-down version. Somebody sending you messages. I don't know. Anyway, so I think that's a good place to end upon, and to talk about how uh, you know we need to seek the truth. We need to be hungry for what. God wants us to hear and be open to receive if he's sending the truth in all other forms Amen, so
0: uh, can you you pray for us?
1: Would you like me to?
0: Yes, go ahead.
1: Okay Heavenly Father in the mighty name of your Son we thank you for the gift of Holy Spirit that you give each one of us Lord so that we are empowered enabled and strengthened to be able to seek your truth I thank you for the conversation that we had today. I thank you for those listening. Uh, Thank you for the questions that you put in our heads to further seek the truth. And I pray for all those listening, Lord, that we will all seek the truth all of our days so that when we get to heaven, we hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Lord, we don't want to miss out on anything here on earth. Reveal your truth to us, Lord. We're ready, willing, eager, and able. I pray this now in Yeshua's mighty name. Amen.
0: Amen.